0: Hello, this is the Mid Musings podcast, the podcast that focuses on everyday issues, illnesses, and disabilities that affect everyday people. Find us anywhere you listen to your podcast and on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at Mid Musings. Please subscribe. Today, my guest is Mark Anthony Reigns. And he's joining us all the way from Devon in England. So welcome to the Make Newsings podcast, Mark Anthony. How do you like to be addressed?
1: Just call me Mark, it's probably
0: easier. (laughs) Mark Mark Anthony. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. As a bit of introduction, can you please tell us a bit about you and uh, what you do and everything?
1: I'll condense it a bit. I am a. I produce a podcast. I present a podcast called Ghostman Radio Station, which is available on Spotify, YouTube, all the usual places you can get it. My main one I do it on is Red Circle Podcasts. I'm a blogger. I'm a cartoonist for an online magazine called Gonzo Weekly. I'm an author on Amazon under my name, Mark Anthony Rains. I've had a near-death experience and I suffer from small vessel disease of the brain. I'm married. The wife likes to get get on my back sometimes if I do too many late interviews. Um, I walk (laughs) the dog, do a bit of exercise, and that just condenses it a little bit for you.
0: When did you start your singing career?
1: My wife would say I sing badly. She said so badly that the cats outside would probably run away. I don't know what she means by that. Did you never ask her what she means I think she just tried to say a sing badly but I don't care <laughs> these people I've, I think it singing is good for a release is it, if you ever watch these choir programs on the television where they teach people how to do choir singing
0: mm-hmm. and although
1: they mostly start off a very low basic level but like yeah. he says it doesn't matter about your voice as long as you're making the effort.
0: Exactly. Do you sing
1: as part of a band or do you do a solo thing? I do solo stuff. I I, I mean, the first song I ever wrote mm-hmm. was about my near death experience, called "Not My Time in Heaven." But very, I I wanted to write something. I thought if I do it like a like a song, and I I was um I was interviewing bands at the time, and there's a band called Electric Mud, and they let me use a bit of their music track, obviously with their permission. I didn't. Just do it. I did ask their permission first. They very kindly let me do that. It was very kind of them because I did a very good interview for them and they didn't mind me using their music and I added my lyrics. So that was very kind.
0: Oh, that's kind of them. (laughs) So thank you so much for sharing that. So can you share some of the favourite memories that you have from your music and even anything that you've done in the past?
1: i like to make, st- um, I've, I've I've written one about Brexit, which is like um, just a Mickey take a Brexit, mm. and I I, want, I, wrote once, uh, I wrote one about sexuality, and I can't remember the lyrics now, but it's something along the line, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, green, we're all the same, or something like that. I can't remember the lyrics now because it's such a long time ago. But I just thought it was important because one, when I was younger, because I was shy with girls, or women, whatever, I people thought I was gay. They automatically thought I was gay. Okay. Which is not right. I mean, they're quite, you know, they think it, that's up to them. But if people were not and asked me, I'd just said no, I'm shy with girls. I've got nothing against being gay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's your choice. It's, it's not a condition, it's a choice. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you also mentioned that you own a radio station and you are a blogger.
1: Well, I started my podcasting back in 2017 i was based uh started on i have every podcast i've ever done this is about technical as i get is an amazon fire tablet and a mobile phone mobile smartphone that's every every single podcast i've ever done basically i do a collection of like horror stories readings of books interviews comedy singing it's very eclectic i call it popcorn for the brain
0: (laughs) I have noted that owning a radio station and being a presenter and a blogger on a radio station requires you to have great communication skills. But you
1: mentioned earlier that you have a cognitive disorder. It first started off when I had problems with my speech and um, it was a bit slurred. So first of all, they thought I had a stroke, but I didn't. And then I was having problems with my memory and words, thought, uh, writing down words, and my short-term memory is bad, but my long-term memory is good. And I did a test, and they said, "Oh, we think you've got small vessel disease the brain," which is fairly common as you get older. But for someone my age, I mean, I'm only in my I'm be sixteen nine in twenty twenty two. So I'm quite young to get something like that. I'm not the only one. There's quite a lot of people, but it's not so well-known as it probably would be in America or somewhere like that. Yeah. And, I have to, and I like to bring it up every now and again because I know there's other people that suffer from it. Okay. They've obviously got various different symptoms. And I think the best way to do it is just to cope with them and get on with it. Because sometimes you get days you, you just, you used to frustrate a lot. You let it get to you, it frustrates you.
0: Okay, so how does it affect your day-to-day activity? Can you share some of your activities that you do on a daily basis and how your cognitive disorder affects you?
1: Basically, if I have like a couple like good days and then I have a day, a couple of days where I crash out a lot, I, I'm having movements a lot lately, so they're investigating that I may be suffering some sort of epilepsy, but they're not too sure about that, not like, full-on epileptic see but i have moments where i lose concentration and that and i have really bad movements and that and that affects me like and i i i find i'm i'm quite good until the morning then about three four o'clock i start to crash most i've got no sense of time at all i have to remind myself what time things are because i've got no sense of time now if i write things down i i can misspell words without even realizing i've done it and then i go back and go Oh, my God, I've written a whole sentence back to front. Oh, (laughs) It it can be very annoying when you want to be an author, so you have to go back over it again. I did let it it used to get to me. I'm not saying I didn't, because it it did used to get to me. But i got to the stage now, I think, well, I've got two choices. Do I let it control my life or do I get on with my life? I can just sit there and mope, which is easy enough to do. I'm not saying I don't have bad days. We all do. But my philosophy is like every fit people, you know, there's people out there have got far worse things than me and get on with life. And I think that's inspiring. I think to myself, well, if they can do it, I can do it.
0: Oh, yes. You've got to have a positive mental attitude and you've got to believe in yourself that you can do it. The most important thing with any medication is that you believe that that medication
1: works for you. I keep saying to people, everybody's had the case of the pandemic blues. Yeah, we've all had enough of it. We've all reached the point we're going. God, is this going to finish? We've all read it now. Everybody's reached it. They've all reached the end now. Yeah, I think that we are getting there. I think it'll never go away completely. I think it'll be like the flu. We keep having these jabs for like every now and again, and I think we just have to say. I know it's hard to say this, but we have to have acceptable deaths. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know that in a the idea well it'd be nice if we didn't have any obviously yeah but that's an ideal situ- situation isn't it yes it is
0: yeah apparently um the covid situation is out of control it's affected so many lives it's impacted on so many businesses so many people are getting to that suicide they're being pushed to think they need to take their lives because they've lost so many things and this is one of the reasons that I speak to people about how things are going on in their lives and all the disabilities they have, how it's impacting on them and their mental health as well. Can you also please share how things have been for you in terms of your mental health?
1: I suffer f- from paranoid thoughts, which isn't great in the pandemic. <laughs> But I did have the first pandemic, the first lockdown, I did suffer badly. I'm not gonna say I didn't I did have a major paranoid faults and I did suffer quite badly for it. But then I did the same thing what I do with my illness. I sat down and thought to myself, look, if you let this control your life, it will control your life. And I thought, well yeah, I've got to start handling things a little bit better.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I did I did get to a point I'm not proud about, but it was a situation where I I got very paranoid and I threw stuff about and there was a carer for my wife here at the time I frightened her a bit and when you frighten someone else, it's not family you know what I mean, you can get way more when you're a family member than a stranger because hmm. they get they still sort of get immune to it but when it's someone else and I frightened her enough, it scared me and thought I can't carry on like this because if I'm going to scare people like this, people are not going to know me, I'm going to get a bad reputation So I thought to myself, I've got to do something about it and touch wood, I've been a lot better. I'm not going to say I don't get paranoid, still of course Mm -hmm. I do, but it's not to that worst stage than it used to be.
0: Okay, thank you so much for sharing that. Can you also please tell me about your support system that you have right now to help you through your uh, cognitive disorder? and even everything going on
1: right now well the basic things i do is i i do a little bit of basic karate and tai chi which also helps to relax you i do weights which is just like a you know, way of getting rid of aggression it's not like i'm aggressive but it, it helps yeah. you know when got, if you have a bad day you out. Rid- and i walk the dog obviously i read the, the paper and watch television blog do my radio my podcast and interviews when i get them and um i've been rewriting some of my horror stories lately because i've been listening to a lot of old-fashioned horror radio the old hit the old stuff on the which you can get available online i like the style or the way they do did things back then you know how they would emphasize the story and build it up and do the characters and that, I'm thinking, oh, I'll give that a go. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as good as them, but I, I do try because I'm a great fan of horror. Yeah. And I think it's another way, although we're in a horror situation as it is at the moment, it's a good way of escapism.
0: Thank you, yeah. Well, I think so many people are going into that horror bit. I'm not a big fan of anything horror. <laughs> I think there's enough horror in life as it is. So I don't really like horror anything horror at all. I think I don't. I can't even watch like soap operas when they are showing kind of horror scenes. But I don't know why people are getting into it at this time. But well, if it's good for them, as long as they are not actually committing horror on other people. No,
1: no, no. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't yeah. do that. I wouldn't. Um, of course, I, I, I just it. use it as. A, yeah, yeah, but it, it, it's a form of escape. I'm reading very old goat horror stories, like public domain ones mm-hmm. and all, from co- old comics. I mean, they, these are like, these would be like the B movies of today, probably in yeah. horror terms. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they'd be like, it's old fashioned, like the man went down the hill and suddenly the bats come out, that kind of stuff. It's not like the gory bit. Yeah, <laughs> <can definitely>. <laughs> yeah so what's
0: the best part of your life right now what makes you happy the
1: best part of my life now I would say being contently married I mean despite our problems we I mean my wife is bed bound and she can't do a lot but she sees a lot of people in the day and talks to a lot of people a day so we got on with that we've been we've been married uh be 30 years this year Oh. in in june and 15th of june we've been married 30 years so it's a long time i think it's like all marriages you have to have a compromise you have to have or any relationship Definitely. you have to get to know the goods and the bad you're gonna you have bad parts you, anyone who says it, we used to watch a show uh years ago me and my mum when she was alive it called mr and Mrs i don't know if you've ever heard of it yeah and it used to be a quiz show when they used to ask couple, married couples question. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and they, me my mum used to go, yeah, they're going to have a big argument and they go
0: home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yes, every relationship, either it's marriage or it's the work relationship, you've got to take both the good and the bad. You cannot take one without the other. You've got to have an understanding and you've got to know the limits for each person. And each person has to be able to say, look, um, I'm getting to the edge of my limit right now. And the other person needs to understand that when this person is saying, I'm getting to the edge of my limits, they need to be able to appreciate what they're saying. That's what I can say about relationships. Uh, there's always room for improvement in any relationship and it takes a lot of communication. And understanding to have and to establish a relationship.
1: If you can talk to someone, you can normally be able to be talked out of the feeling that way. Because once you go on that pattern, you can go on a pattern. I tried to do it twice. I didn't succeed, obviously. But, you know, it's easy to get in a pattern of wanting, oh, I can't cope. Bang. I can't cope. Bang. And... And you feel like that. People think, oh, surely is it that you shouldn't. I said, yeah, but you've only got to get a couple of things go wrong in your life. And you're down and out and you're feeling a bit low. And all these things build up and you think, oh, I don't want to be here no more. And we've all been, some people have always been there, but they won't admit it. But I will. But I think the best thing is always to talk. No matter who it is, just talk, find someone who you know or help helpline or something. Just go and talk about it. It's important. Sorry, um, I've I've overtook your show a bit there, but
0: yeah, that's that's
1: important. I suppose right. impo- important.
0: Yes, it's it's so important, and I I really appreciate you talking about that because so many people, yes, like I said earlier, so many people have committed suicide unfortunately during this pandemic, and it's just needless death upon the death figures that we have from COVID. So I don't, the, the essence of having a podcast here is to establish a safe space for people to be able to share all that is going on in their life, regardless of what it is. Either it's your illness, either it's your mental health, either it's your, the way you are feeling, whatever it is. Just open up and talk about it. Like you said, it's always good to have someone that you can confide in to say, this is what I'm feeling. Apparently, too many deaths have gone on and it's just needless and it's just like an endless story. And I just want to share at this point that there are charities that are available that Help people with mental health problems. One of them is uh, MIND. You can just go online and chat with them at any point in time. And another one is um, the suicide helpline. They're also available on the internet to chat with. And like I always say, the emergency number anywhere you are located is available to call. There will be somebody at the other end of the phone to speak to. And in that time that you pick the phone and you talk to somebody else about how you are feeling, it just takes that time to reappraise what is going on in your life. And I, I can tell you there's nothing that is going on in anybody's life right now that has not happened to any other person. So there's nothing that you are going through that is new completely. You might say I have a cognitive disorder, I have uh, Bell's palsy, I have uh, whatever it is, cancer, leukemia, and I have a whole lot of things going on. I've lost my home, I've lost my wife, I've lost my dad. I mean, other people are there who have also been in the same situation and they are still going on they're still giving life the best shot so please if anybody is feeling suicidal at this time please take a step back and then speak to someone and i hope this will save somebody and I, i think i forgot to mention the campaign against living miserably that's another charity they are also available to speak to So please, think I'm listening to a podcast about men because men find it difficult to talk about their emotions as well. Uh, This is why I open this space for anybody at all. It doesn't have to be a man. It doesn't have to be a woman. But anybody at all can come on my podcast and share whatever it is they're feeling. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to help. And I hope I've been able to help you too,
1: Mark. Yeah, yeah, I I quite agree. Now, can I ask you one question? I I mean, you don't have to answer it. Now, what do you think about the situation with the COVID jab? Because they're always saying, I don't know how to phrase it, but people of your skin color are, are not willing to come and take the jab as much as people like myself. Now, is that because of certain religious beliefs or certain histories before now that they you may think that you're being experimented on in some way or whatever because you always hear these wonderful weird theories on Facebook I just thought I'd ask someone <laughs> who knows more about it than me
0: <laughs> well um, right now everybody has different things going on in their lives and they I mean everybody like I say is entitled to have a freedom to choose what goes in their body. So from that perspective, some people choose not to have it because apparently they decide, they've decided that the vaccine, it doesn't stop them getting the virus and it doesn't stop them transmitting the virus. It's just a vaccine and vaccines are meant to prevent people from transmitting viruses and infections. So if this vaccine cannot help in that way, then why are they having it? That's the, that's the perspective I hear most people share when they say, okay, I don't want to have this virus, the vaccine. But everybody, everybody has a different story and also One other perspective that people have shared with me is that the vaccine could also have side effects on them which have not been exposed because it's not been tried long enough before being approved. Does that answer your
1: question? Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was important to See it from your perspective, because we're always hearing it on the in Facebook and all that. And I just thought, if I bring it up to someone who's more on the know than me, mm. I just think it's important that you've you've expressed it what most people like yourself are feeling, and I can understand it a bit better now. It's Personally, not just I have had the
0: Religion, I think. Well, some people have it I mean, from their religious uh, perspective as well they are anti-vaxxers and anti-vaxxers could be white and they could be black. So it doesn't have to be because of their colour. So it's, and I'm I'm sure it's not only people of colour that are refusing to have. No, it's
1: just that it's in the papers a lot more. It's, yes. That's, and so it's always talked about. And I, I, I just wanted to make sure people realise it's not just that. I think they've just blown it out a little bit of proportion. Yeah. I mean, as you say, it's, you're right if you want to refuse it. That's entirely up to you. Yeah. I personally have had it, but that's my choice. Yeah. I can't force people to have their choices. That's We don't live in that society, and I don't want to live in that society. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah. So let's go back to our original discussion. <laughs> so what? That. Yeah, I, that's fine. Yeah, you put me on the spot there. <laughs> that's fine. But uh, how about uh, what's in stock for
1: Mark now? Just carry on podcasting, live day by day, take the dog for a walk, just live life. Yeah. Try to be less judgmental, which isn't easy we all do too tend to be like that. We we all go by first impressions. We don't mean to. But you know I mean you see someone first time and then once you get past that first impression people get to know the real you and don't always believe what's on Facebook or Twitter people because we're only gonna always all write nice things about ourselves. We're not gonna sell the we're not gonna tell the truth. <laughs> we had a really bad day today. I haven't got a fight I haven't got two cars in the back garage and Five houses or whatever, yeah. yeah. Some of it is made up, not all of it is true. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, uh, what are your social media handles? I, I go under on Facebook. I'm on I'm, Ghostman Rains. On Twitter, I'm Ghostman Radio Station, and Comedy Friendly Zombie Productions, or limited one or two. And um, i my blog is the same name, Ghostman. My YouTube channel is Mark Anthony Rains, aka Ghostman. My books is Mark Anthony Rains. My podcast is Ghostman Ghost Man Radio Station. It all stems from my near death experience why it's called Ghostman.
0: Okay, I was just going to ask that question why Ghostman? And oh, yeah, well, I actually forgot I, 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 to
1: ask about that. You That's mean, okay. It's, it's okay. Really- I thought you did. I thought you did. So that was all right. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Why am I called Right. It stems from the fact that some years ago, I was in a coma. Hmm. Whilst in my coma, I heard a woman's voice i never heard before or since telling me to wake up. I had the most overwhelming feeling I ever had to wake up. I believe this person was my guardian angel. Some people can say it was my brain playing tricks on me, some people can say it was the chemicals in my brain but I don't believe them. That's my belief. I'll stick to it. And whilst I was in my coma, I was never in the real world or the next world, hence Ghost Man. For three weeks, I didn't, you could tell me those three weeks, anything on this planet and I would believe you because I don't know what happened. I was totally out of it. Wow. And most people have been in a coma two you the same.
0: Do you know, funny enough, I've been in coma twice. Yeah. Once it was two weeks and I still struggle to recollect what happened and I have vivid collections, recollections of things that went on. I think I remember hearing some things but I cannot specifically say these are the things I heard. I can't be sure that I heard them because it's just a state that you are in, that you are not conscious of what is going on. At the same time, you're not over there with the angels. So I understand what you're saying when you say you heard things and people may say you didn't. No, you truly, are from someone who's been in the same situation as you, I know what you're saying. I, I cannot. Yeah, understand you it. Can,
1: I mean, it's an exclusive club that you don't want many people to join. It is to say, because I owe it to people, it's. Um, they always go about, you, have you ever watched Star Trek when they define the final frontier? <laughs> I always say death is the final frontier, and I always <laughs> people wonder if we, when we, we go to our own perception of hell or heaven, yeah. you know, how we, uh, we be the. We all have our eye depending on who you just believes how you brought up, what you watch, whatever. And sometimes that's what you could do. I mean I could be wrong. I won't know yet. If I go there I might come back and tell you. I don't know. But I don't know if I'll be able to. But
0: yeah.
1: you never know. I mean I don't knock I I I do believe in ghosts. But what ghosts are, I don't know. Could I prove these? No. <laughs> Because you probably won't believe me because there's so many counter theories. So it's yeah. like everything. But then people can say, "Oh, you believe in God? I can't prove God exists." But oh. it, it's all these. It's one of those things. But I'm not here to p- talk about politics. you <laughs> could be here forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So, well, can I just be cheeky and ask how did you find yourself in coma? <laughs>
1: Well, I had a blood sugar level mm. when they read it mm. of one, two, four. Okay. Which is very, very high. Mm. I mean basically they didn't read they didn't take a reading at time because they couldn't get one. And then it was one, two, four. And when my wife was told by the doctor that I wouldn't survive. Wow. She obviously said that's a load of I won't repeat the exact words she said, but she said a load of tosh. Mm. But we won't say the mood word that she actually
0: said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Do you have any last words for anybody at this time?
1: Yeah, I, I think I have. I just think, I just think I would say always be honest with yourself. If you're down, say you're down. If you're happy, be happy. If you've got a problem, Try and sort it out. Don't mope on it. Don't dwell on it. Don't dig your heels in it. Don't go and put your head in the sand. Because the only person you can live at the end of the day, which we realize now in this COVID age, is yourself. Yeah. We, we all we everybody lives with themselves every day. It's just now that we live in, because of COVID, we realize who we really are. And sometimes we're not happy with who we are, but you can always change it. Just be on be how you want to be with others always be with other people, yeah, don't try to put masks on, yeah, yeah, don't try to be someone you
0: are not, <laughs> not in a world where we have to put on masks to go out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I
0: know you're saying again, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, <laughs> don't put on the mask Well, i mean what, what 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 you're saying is meta- metaphorically. Don't uh, cover up
1: whatever needs to be said out in the yeah, open. yeah, it, it's just better that way. You, it's it's more better life. You, you just feel better for yourself. You know, you make mistakes, we all say things mm. sometimes. They, oh, always shouldn't have said that, but then you can always say, Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean it at the time. Yeah, yeah, I was angry, but I didn't mean it later down. It's, it's a simple word, but it's but hard. It's the two simple words are hard to say no, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. and three actually thank you thank you yeah, yeah. i brought up with that for my my granddad always insisted upon that three my granddad the used to work in a school a caretaker and he used to say to us always please always say thank you and you'll get a long way well
0: yeah <laughs> and i would like to say thank you for sharing your story and i really appreciate your time with us today and uh Hope you stay safe and we'll come back to you at some time in the future. And good luck with everything and your wife and your music, your podcast, everything. I'm just sending you some positive vibes from here.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad. I would I like, would like to say your proper name, but I would probably make a complete hash of it. <laughs> it's Olu Watoi. Olu. Just call me Olu. Hello, Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. hello. thank you very much for letting me be on your show. Very kind of you to invite me as your guest. Mm -hmm. I advise anybody who's listening to this podcast, please look Alou up. She's a wonderful podcast
0: Oh, thank you. uh,
1: person, And she makes wonderful points. Please listen to her show, wherever you can find it, available on various sites. Mm -hmm. And always remember, make some muckle. I never understood what that means, but someone looking at it. (laughs)
0: thank you so much and have a great day
1: thank you thank you
0: bye thank you for listening please download and share with your friends and family and on social media platforms we are available on Apple Google Amazon Spotify iHeartRadio Listening Notes Purchaser GoodPods Radio Public, Stitcher, Deezer, Pocket Cast, Himalaya, and anywhere you listen to your podcast, please leave a review, comment, or feedback on our social media platforms on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and also on our website, www.podbean forward slash midmuseums.com Thank you very much.